it. Episode 471, Brian Miller. 471? 471 Holy of these things. Smokes. Yes. No laugh track podcast here. Everybody knows that. Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. 471. I was on number one, wasn't I? Yeah. I think no, Mary was- Mac, I think, was... No, was Mary one or were you one? I don't know, but I did do a quick look, and this is, I think, 14 or 15 for you, sir. I think I'm number two in the in the standings behind Slagle, though, but like by kind of a lot, right? Like, Slagle's like 20. He's probably. probably got at least five more. Yeah, yeah. well, he does yeah. Crash and Burn and his own show, so he kind of... As I've told you in the in. past, you need to get your own little gimmick week. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. Where you get How about ex- uh, uh, No Nate Abshire's week? <laughs> Well, it's a, it's a week where we promise you you won't see Nate Abshire. We'll sell out. <laughs> that hasn't been tried yet. No, I know. Well, I mean, I've been trying it a lot in life in general. I love that. I, I screwed it up and had lunch with him two weeks ago, and I was like, how did I do this? But, you know, he's doing good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, last time you we were here, Brian, somehow we missed a whole calendar year. Yeah, well, yeah, because I haven't done a solo headline week here. The last headline week I did was the um, the split week with Barrill or whatever when we did that album. Oh, Be- yes. Yeah, because I've done some fill-in spots here, you know, headline here and there, featured, uh, right. I think, here and there. Right. Picked up some stuff. But, yeah, because I was going to record this album, and so, it, like, the date kept getting kicked down the get k- kicked down the way. Yeah. And then it then we scheduled it for here because uh you know i do that that podcast here uh about the the contest the contest centric podcast and so lewis wanted me to be here for the finals week yes so he was like oh well we'll just schedule for the finals week so i got scheduled out later than normal but then they moved the finals i was going to say <laughs> wait a minute this yeah. is not adding up in my head here i know but then they moved the finals because there was all these special event weeks caliendo and al franken i was at the al franken week um and so they, they everything got moved back so now i'm actually going to come back and host just the finals night Oh, I also, see. Yeah. Because yeah, and I'm, initially and I, this was absolutely the finals week. And I'm calendar. seeing on my, of course, my Facebook memories. I'm seeing things pop up from past funniest person contests. Yeah, this is. I mean, it's it's usually the first Wednesday after Labor Day. It would have been last night. Yes, and now it's in t- few more two weeks. weeks. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a, it's two weeks from uh, yesterday. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, because of those two special event weeks. Because you know you can't do a contest when you got it was like it was crazy. It was like Al Franken, Frank Caliendo, and Christina P. Like, one into the next, all sold-out shows. It's bonkers. Yeah, and then because of that, I had two weeks off. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. They, they, oh, that's right. Yeah, they don't need to do the promo podcast, and Al Franken sells the place out in, like, a day. <laughs> I was told they were going to ask him to do the pod. Did that happen? I, I'm not sure. I, I but uh, how was your experience opening for Al Franken here? Oh, it was great. Uh, yeah, he was he was fantastic. He was very nice, and uh, it was just kind of surreal getting to hang out with Al Franken. We wrote a bit together in the green room. What? By which mostly I mean he wrote a bit that I contributed five percent to, but then that I for him. Yeah, 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 and well, for me to intro him, we wrote like this intro bit because he was joking about his intro, and so then I was like, well, we should just do a bit about this, and he's like, should we? And I said, oh, we should. And then he got out a piece of paper, and he, I have it framed in my house now. He hand wrote this bit out, and I was chiming in with little ideas and. No kidding. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was a 30-second bit, but still. Sure. Hey, why not? That's it was pretty, pretty cool. neat. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, making my notes leading up to the podcast today, and I wrote uh, on my phone, Al Franken, and it auto-completed to Frankenstein. No. Oh, that would, I think he would also be a good senator, Al Frankenstein. You know, <laughs> I think we need, he would be the, the whip, whoever gets people in line. Yeah. I mean, isn't uh, there's a couple of people. I mean, Joe Joe Biden's got a bit of Al Frankenstein going to him at this point, right? He's held together with bolts and electricity. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. So Biden's 
I don't know how old Biden is, 77. He's not 80 yet, but he's getting there. Okay. Uh, but Franken's 71. Yes. Franken, not much younger than Biden. I got to say, I met Al Franken like maybe 15 years ago. He looks exactly the same. He's just, I mean, like, it, you know what people say about old people? He's still sharp, and it feels like kind of a weird backhanded compliment. No, no, he's, like, still, like, razor sharp. Yeah. Like, not by old guy standards. I mean, it was kind of astonishing. You know, 71 can be a, there's a broad range of experiences from 71, and he is not a 71-71. Al, don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, uh, it was kind of a unique crowd that week, too. Yeah, kind old. Of, right? This is the oldest crowd I've ever seen here. <laughs> Oh my God! My I went to look for my in-laws. My father-in-law has very like uh, really white hair, and so whenever I'm in a crowd, I'm looking for my for Tom. Uh, he's very tall. So you look for tall white hair, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know where Tom is. Like, where's Waldo? It was just white hair as far as you can there see. There was 125 there. Toms oh my God, in here. So many walkers and canes, and I'm as oxygen. I'm surprised everybody made it. To be honest, <laughs> I'm assuming the kitchen made a lot of pureed food that week. <laughs> Were there EMTs on hand that week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There needed to be. It was interesting, and I, I, I need to check with Lewis about this, but Neil, uh, Neil the wonderful server and also excellent DJ and uh, producer, uh, Neil, uh, he goes, I think Al Franken's the oldest comic that's ever worked at Acme. And at, at first I was like, nah. But then I started going back, and uh, when Will Durst worked here last time, he was like 67, 66. That's the first I, name I thought of, and they're like, no, that's yeah, no, right. Yeah, I mean, no, because, you know, because Slagle's younger, Durst was a, was a little bit younger. Durst was the first one I thought Chris of. Chris Bliss? No, it's not that. No, no Chris no, Bliss no, is younger than that. He's in the 60s, um, probably. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's just vanishingly few people doing stand-up comedy in their 70s. That is What about when fair. Newhart did that guest set? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, because Newhart was actually doing comedy up until, you know, he was doing it until, like, the 90s. I yeah, think. or maybe yeah. It was old because um, I remember actually my my in laws saw him. And I was like, how was right. it? And they were like, he's still doing jokes about Gerald Ford. No, <laughs> no totally. No! I, was like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, they were like, it's funny because my father in law was like, he's like, I'm older and it's cool, but he was doing stuff that seemed really old to me. Um, but yeah, uh, there's no. I mean, you know, Steve Martin and Martin Short are probably right around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little older, you know. But like that, I mean, it's it's a really really short list. Yeah, you don't. Uh, Leading into that week into those shows, does your like you got the butterflies at all because it's you know like a, kind of a bigger thing like a bigger event? No, no. I mean, the thing is like when you it's it, it's sold out right, so it's like it's a sold out show at Acme. Like it's cake, you can't I can't screw it up, you know. And I wasn't doing anything. I was opening, and so like you know I have some you know some bits that sometimes don't work as well because people get upset by them. Well, it's not really my job to upset Al Franken's audience, also because I was afraid some of them might perish. But uh, it's not my job to upset Al Franken's <laughs> audience. It's my job to make Al Franken's audience feel good yeah. and then bring up Al Franken, right? Yeah. And uh, so I wasn't like, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I poked at him a little bit. They were very good. People were cool all week. Awesome. It was very nice. But um, no, I mean, it's this whole Acme show. It's more like, am I going to say something stupid to Al in the green room? Is <laughs> more the thing I'm worried about. Like, well, okay, yeah. And I didn't. I don't think. I did say one thing that he, I, I go, uh, the mayor, uh, Jacob Fry, who I hate, was coming, and uh, I go, hey, Al, you know, uh, <laughs> the Minneapolis mayor's coming. If you need your shoe shined or your car detailed, I'm pretty sure you'd get on that in the parking lot. And I thought he'd think that was funny, and he just went like, yeah, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if he, did, like, he didn't care or whatever. I don't think it's because he has a deep abiding love of our terrible mayor. I think he was just, like, doing something else. But I was, you know, I just wanted to see if I could find a little in to make Jacob's life a little bit worse, which is one of my goals in life. I want to Which I did, by the way. Did you hear about that? 
Uh, a little bit, but I want you to say, please. Oh, yeah. So he was here to bask in the refracted glow of Al Franken's Democratic success. Because um, there was a lot of politicians that came out. Right? For real. There was a lot of politicians that came Amy out. Amy Klobuchar, Klobuchar was in the audience huge, at one yeah. point. Uh, Peggy Flanagan was here. Chris Coleman, the former mayor of St. Paul, yes. who he and his wife just could not be nicer. They're just the nicest damn people. I really liked them. St. Paul folk. Uh, absolutely. It's just super nice. And Melvin Carter seems cool, too. Why do we have Jacob? Anyway, uh... So, uh, so it was all these people, and a lot of them were on Al's guest list or whatever, and I don't know who was or wasn't, but all I know is that Fry did never, I never saw him back in the, you know, green room. He was just a schmo, as far as I could tell in the audience, although he was kind of like posing everywhere he went. He was trying to look cool or whatever. And so uh, he was sitting right, right there. He was sitting, I know exactly he was sitting right there by that pole, his wife. And uh, so I, 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 it was a rare opportunity to have somebody that you loathe stuck in front of you, unable to move, and you, it's not like I like riffed and talked shit about him. Like I have all these jokes about what a failure he he, he is and his administration and his city. I don't name him by name, but he knows. You can tell by the look on his face. And just to be able to do those jokes and just to watch him be stuck there, he he looked really upset at first, and then he kind of plastered on the like the look like you just lost the Oscars. Like oh yeah, Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> she's a talent. Yeah, you know that frozen <laughs> smile. And I just laid into it. Oh, it felt so good. Yeah. It was uh, delightful. Jacob, you didn't make the team. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. The hard knocks cut face. Mm-hmm. He was making the hard knocks cut face. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I saw this coming. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he went on to be annoying and do other things, but it just for just that one minute, I got to annoy him instead of him annoying me. It was a nice reversal. I want to believe, Brian, that uh, when Al Franken went that went home that night after you made the joke at uh, Jacob Fry's expense mm-hmm. in the green room, mm-hmm. that he went home that night and went to his wife like, okay, I couldn't laugh at the time, <laughs> but holy shit, Brian Miller fucking had the best line ever. I can't repeat it any place. I just can only tell you, honey, yeah, well. Franny. That would be yeah. That would be cool. I I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't think he cared much about Jacob either way. I, I but I can't speak for Al. Uh, but I definitely knew the mayor was here. Hi, Mr. Mayor. Hope you're listening. <laughs> we'll tag him on this one. I actually it was funny. Like right after that, my my um, my neighbor who's really nice, Ula, is uh, in this advocacy group for this uh, sort of city environmental plan or whatever, and she was trying to get a bunch of us to go to City Hall to comment on this to like you know show support. And I was like, hey, I'm all in. I'm all for it. There's a chance that I might not help, <laughs> that my face might not add value to your cause. So I was like, I don't know. He'll probably remember me, but maybe after that he will. <laughs> I love that. Uh, do you follow him on social media? No, God, no. 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 I wouldn't follow him to the grocery store. <laughs> They're giving away. Uh, I, I don't. I never. You know, it's a rule of mine. I don't hate follow. I only follow people I want to follow. Okay. And even half of them I mute. That's, that's the best way to answer that. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, don't I, don't, hate I never follow. hate follow. Never hate follow. That's the way I should have asked. Do you hate follow anyone? No, no Twitter's too mean anyway. I don't need to be, be, be madder. Fair you know? enough. Fair enough. I saw a... Uh, can we talk about a tweet you had last night? Sure. Oh, uh, is it about the mouse? Yes! Oh, the mouse. <laughs> the mouse is still ongoing. My wife's still mad at me I because I know. woke her up. Yeah, so she texted me right as I was getting ready to go on stage, and she said, Gatsby, which is not the character Gatsby, but rather my cat, who was named after the character Gatsby. She said, Gatsby caught a mouse. I'm going to bed. Deal with it. Uh, that was the summation of the text, which is fine. But Gatsby's on the porch, on our screen porch. So I went home, and I got her back from the show. I'm, you know, I had a couple of pops. You know, I might have been ready to fight a mouse. And uh, I was all whiskeyed up, and I opened the door, and I, I couldn't find the damn mouse. And I was like, oh, I, I problem solved, question mark? <laughs> like, I mean, it's, you know, I guess he ate it. I don't know. He looked happy. And so I fell asleep on the couch, and at about four in the morning, I woke to 
sounds, and I looked up, and it, the cat was fighting the mouse in the house now. Oh, oh. Somehow the mouse had gotten in the house, and they were engaged in combat. And I just said, you know what? I'll deal with this in the morning. So then I got up in the morning when my wife got up because I knew she was going to be mad at me for leaving the joust to go on. Tom and, and uh, Jerry playing in the living room. We couldn't room. find anything. And so I don't know if that means the cat lost. I don't know if that means uh, the, there's a dead mouse somewhere that I'm going to notice soon. I, I, we'll find out. But I I mean, it, it, I mean, it was like I just woke up and it was the first thing I saw was a little mouse. The cat runs circles around it. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Two things. I once We once had a cat and a mouse in the house at the same time. Well, apparently because the uh, cat killed it and then hid it underneath a rug. See, this is my concern. And I didn't find it yeah. for months. Yeah, he's a stasher. He uh, he'll steal cookies and bread and stuff and like hide it in little corners. So like I, I checked his favorite corners, but like you never know. He's pretty wily. So right. he might have a dead mouse back. I mean, it'll it'll become apparent if he does. Yeah. Oh, well, this was a at part a of certain th- point. Yes, at a certain point. This is part of the house we didn't spend much time in. Um, yeah. So like literally, we were moving out. And oh, I pulled oh up my. the rug, and it was oh, this has been here a while. Yeah, no, it's been the, here a long the while. battle of nature continues to go on in my house. I also found one, uh, was leaving for work one morning back then and put my shoe on. I was like, why, Ooh. Doesn't, why doesn't my shoe fit Ooh. tight or correctly? Did I, is there a sock in the toe of my shoe? I pulled it off, shook it, and the mouse fell right out and then brrr, took off oh, across still, the room. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would freak me. And I'm not, like, scared of mice, but, like. That like weird resurrection moment is very startling. We're like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> right? Anything that you think is dead that moves is scary. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. I thought I was alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, not a fan. I actually feel kind of bad for that. I don't have a problem with mice if they would not eat my uh, you know stores of flour and whatnot that I have in the basement. I would leave them alone. But sure, I gotta leave them to uh, I gotta leave them to the red tooth and claw nature of my cat. So you so you are recording this week at Acme. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, recording the album finally. I was supposed to record this album in I think May 2020. I think that's what it was. It was going to be I was going to open for Doug Benson. And so I was going to record that week cuz I was like, "Oh, well, I thought like, well, I mean, I'm I'm trying to record 45 minutes. I got you know, I'll do 30 minutes at a time. It's going to be packed. Doug's crowd's great. Yeah. I think I can totally do put this together." Um and then that was the COVID. I like I don't I don't know if we were back open yet, but that was Definitely fell right in. No, it was in the lockdown period because it was May. There was no show at all. Yeah. So that got canceled. And then why we were looking into doing it, basically right around the winter lockdown, things were confused. It was like, well, then you, I didn't want to record an album with half the crowd here was the other thing. So then at a certain point I go, well, I'm just going to wait till we can have everybody here because it was one thing to do that 2020 record that I did with Beryl yeah. uh, with the half crowd because yeah. it was, yeah, it was, it was like during the pandemic. Like, that was like part of the thing. But I was like, okay. We're doing a regular album, like let's let's have everybody sit close, <laughs> you know. Let's have a regular show. When did you get around to re- do a dry bar? I did that dry bar before the pandemic. I recorded the dry bar in November of 2019. You did, and then it came out during the pandemic, which was actually kind of great because it was sort of a bummer time where nothing was coming out, and I think I got more like views because of that. And people were like, "Oh my god, you were so productive during the pandemic." I was like, "I recorded that six months." Ago. <laughs> But someone did get annoyed at me and say that I uh, had recorded an album and a 30-minute special during the pandemic. And I was like, technically, they both did come out during that time. Oh, yeah, but, well, but so I, different. I, I recorded so the album. So different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there were any uh, uh, Jacob Fry jokes on the dry bar. No, no. Well, that wasn't, you know, you, 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 the, the Mormons don't know Jacob. <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> Absolutely not. Are you happy with how that went? Yeah, they were really nice. Uh, I really, yeah, I thought their production team was did a nice job, and I thought it came together well. I pushed my glasses up like a thousand times because the makeup was making my glasses slip, and I remember watching it and what? being like, wow, the editor really managed to cut a lot of that shit out. But then one of the comments was like, this dude needs to tighten his nose pieces on YouTube, and I was like, he's totally right. <laughs> I mean, I love when a YouTube commenter just like, because it's not even mean, right? The guy's not saying this guy sucks. He's just like, as an aside, his glasses are too loose. It's like, yep. <laughs> Yup. And if the editor must have taken out 50 of them. I remember the whole time they were just sliding down. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It was very minor. Uh, no, I really liked it. I, you, do, you do two shows, and I remember recording the first show, and the crowd was so hot. It was so good. I was just like, oh, we got it. Um, and awesome. In fact, it is that, the show, I think. I I forgot one joke. I remember I went back, because you have like an hour between shows or whatever, and I yeah. listened to the thing, and I was like, oh, damn, I forgot to do, I don't know, World Saddest Petting Zoo or some old joke. So I just made sure to do that in the second show, and then I told the editor, "I'm like, just you take that, put it in the rest of it. We're done. No cuts, you know." And so nice. It was good. Did you do? I gotta know. So with, with the the big week here with Al Franken and the sold out shows, did mm-hmm. you go back to doing a greatest hits set, or did um, you do the current stuff? I I did my new. I did some some greatest hits. Yeah, I did a few of those. Um, especially because I was essentially emceeing. Right, because it was only it was only one opener for Franken. Gotcha. So they, you know, you were it's like theater style. So I would do 20, 25 minutes cold. So I definitely am an older crowd. You had to kind of get them loose. So I was doing my Minnesota stuff, very Minnesota centric stuff. Okay. Right up top, but then I, I no, not too much. I did kind of. I just took out the like. I have a really fun new abortion bit that I'm very happy with, and I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, I have a uh, I have a bit about a guy who cuts off his own feet. Uh, I, I left that out. Okay. Uh, you know it's pretty pretty rough. Like even last night, the cut off my feet. People get upset by that, but whatever. Oh. I only, it only needs to work once. It's a true story. <laughs> Comments after the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, people, you could just tell people like, oh, I mean, it's a it's an upsetting story. That's why I like it. <laughs> it's true. I didn't I didn't make it up. This knowing you, this doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, are well. you do Are you writing more uh, horror stuff? And yeah, I have a bunch of new stories coming out. I have uh, I have a new short story coming out in a in this website called Archive of the Odd uh, in November. And then I actually sold a really like gritty crime story to this fancy literary magazine published out of Bombay, India. Oh my! The Bombay Literary Review, which is like mostly like kind of upper level hoity toity, you know, whatever. But they like this weird crime story i wrote about memphis so that's coming out in december wow uh and then i have another one i have a i have like a like a basically a like a dirty like a basically a pseudo porn horror story that got some some lady's editor was like hey do you have any ideas for this like porn anthology i'm putting together and i was like yeah i got one been (laughs) waiting to get asked yeah she asked and i was like she's like i really like this so i'll find out like next month if the weird uh the weird sex story porn is a strong I, I guess a lot of people who took themselves seriously would be like, it's literary erotica. But I'm just like, I don't know, smut to me. Yeah, literary it's all smut erotica. To me. Ah, I love that. Oh. This is going to tie in perfectly then, uh, Brian. Are we so going to have sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turn the lights we have down. All the cameras. Low. We have camera three going. Don't yeah. turn that one on. It's going to get my bad side. <laughs> Brandon, we practiced this. Hit the lights. <laughs> uh, I practiced with Brandon last night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, one, you know, you know this because I've done it with you before. One of the things I like to do last time, I, b- I bring up stories about like where people are from. Sure. Last time I brought up a thing about how there's a baseball team in Kentucky called the Yalls. Yeah, that's right. And we right. talked about yeah. how it shouldn't be plural; it should be singular. Yeah, y'all. It should be y'all. Yeah. yeah, the y'all, like the, the wild. Exactly. Uh, they're still in business, by the way. The Yalls are are still playing. Uh, but I got a new one here. All right. All right. After this is a uh, in. 
uh, this takes place in Kentucky, obviously, sure. as I said. The town, uh, the, the state. Yeah, where, where I'm you, born. Where you were born. Yes. Okay, just to make that clear here. After three years of investigations and court cases, the Horse Cave, Horse Cave, Adult Bookstore. The Horse Cave? Horse Cave. Adult, so the name of the adult bookstore is the Horse Cave. The Horse Cave. Adult Bookstore. It's permanently closed its doors, Brian. It's, uh, you think they swing. <laughs> the horse cave. <laughs> the investigation into the adult bookstore on Flint Ridge Road began in 2019 when authorities conducted regular checks following reports of illegal activity. What sort of illegal activity, Brian, will be going on in an adult bookstore? Uh, I mean, A, I don't know why you think this is my area of expertise, but let's say hypothetically, I'm guessing meth or HJs. I think it's one or the other. Um, but I'm hung up on the name Horse Cave. Like, you know, Lion's Den, that's the popular one, right? You ever drive around the country, you see those signs sticking up, it's the Lion's Den. Yes. And it always looks it's weird because it's like a lion that's getting ready to have sex, which I find to be a weird. But whatever, at least, okay, Lion's Den, Pride, <laughs> etc. But like, horse, first off, I don't want to have sex in a cave. If you have sex in a cave, it's against your will. That's a pretty common knowledge. <laughs> no one's ever had intentional sex. Well, I'm sure one or two are people, a spelunker who's adventurous. But like, uh, but then horse, okay. First off, is the, is the porn for horses or is the cave for horses? <laughs> I don't like horse being involved in the porn at all. We're in Kentucky. We really need to delineate this. We need to make sure that people know there's not horses. Maybe what it's, they got It's actually for, down the street from Churchill Downs. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it wouldn't may so maybe I mean I don't I would it be interested be. to know if the uh, illegal activities had anything to do with horses, right? Like if it was thematically like, "Oh yeah, we we told you to stop selling all that uh, horse porn." Speaking of horse porn, there's a really crazy movie called Zoo. You ever seen the documentary Zoo? No. It's about. Are you setting a, me up for some? No. no what if I a, said yes? Do I get arrested? Well, the federal agents will come right in from the ceiling, yeah. and uh, you know we've been keeping <laughs> nuclear documents at your house. We've been keeping an eye on you. Uh, there's a movie called Zoo, and I rented it. It's a, it's a really interesting documentary. It was like a prominent documentary. I'm just like some weird internet thing I found. I rented it Family Video in like 2008. Sure. But it's a documentary about how because of a weird legal loophole, bestiality was not illegal in Washington state. And so these dudes would come for these like these like bestiality no. conventions basically no. that they would host at their house. And so it's about this underground thing, but it's about this guy. Basically these these people take this guy to the hospital because he's been severely injured and he dies and they kind of drop him off and they won't tell the doctors what happened. And it turns out it was a bestiality related accident, right? So it's very, very frightening, upsetting movie and I'm uh, very upset by the movie. But I'm like they're trying to talk around it. They're trying to be like not gross as because it's like a you know respectable documentarian. And I'm like two thirds of the way to the movie going like well, did the horse kick him? Like, I'm trying to figure out how the guy died because I'm trying to understand how you would die having sex with the horse. I'm assuming the horse kicked him, and then they're like, nah, he had a rupture. I'm like, oh, like a rupture in his head where the horse kicked him? And then finally they're like, the abdominal trauma, and then it hits me. Oh, I didn't understand how this worked at all. <laughs> this was definitely, you know, like... They had never mentioned a stool before that point to the documentary. Uh, it was, and it, it was horrifying. Horrifying. Horsifying. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it truly is the most disturbing documentary I've ever seen. I think it would have won an Oscar, except for no one could finish it. <laughs> because it was really well done. But uh, uh, if I can... I want to so yeah, so finish I'm from story. Kentucky. I've got lots of... Uh, on, uh, side note, I've just recently... My wife and I watched a documentary. I guess it's a documentary. On Netflix, the one about Woodstock 99. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Wow. Yeah. I recommend that. I recommend that. Uh, I wanted to go to Woodstock 99, and my mom wouldn't let me. And that's one of those things that you look back on, and you go... Well, you know, Ma, I think you might be onto something. Yep, she, your mom was right. Your mom was right about that one. I got to tell you about what was going on in the horse cave. 
According to the Sheriff's Department, the store was cited for more than 30 permit-related violations. Okay. Officials arrested and cited a number of people for incidents including indecent exposure. The Sheriff's Office reports that two individuals died after an accident in what was known as the back room, uh, 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 which, advertised, which was advertised as a video arcade. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I figured is you're basically running like a pseudo brothel out of the video rooms or whatever. They sold illegal substances in the back room and specifically yeah. sold a substance known as poppers. Oh, 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 the horse cave has a theme. Now I understand. Deputies conducted numerous undercover operations, uh, the sheriff's office said in a Facebook post. As a result of the investigation, in as a result of the investigation, it's determined that the adult bookstore would collect money to allow entry into the back room. However, these rooms, they did not, uh, they did provide various videos of assorted sexual acts and contained booths known as glory holes. Sure, 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 sure. I still don't see the horse part of it, though. I still don't see the word hung like a horse, I guess. I, I don't it seems know. like this this client this this place caters to a specific demographic. The consumer. one final uh, fact I'll give you about that is this place was located in a former outlet mall. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> right? What's the, what city was it in? Does it say? Uh, oh, I don't have it here anymore. I was just curious. Where the, uh, not that I'm going to visit the horse cave when I'm back down visit for Thanksgiving or anything. Uh, I can't. Uh, I guess they're closed. Right. Yeah. Now it's just. You just have Although, to... you know what that means? There's an open market. I mean, you know what I mean? Just as a business person, I see an angle. So, yes, it's like uh, the State Fair just ended, and somebody was uh, wrote on Facebook about how her favorite product was no longer sold there. Then she investigated it a little deeper and found out, you know, anybody can basically, you know, somebody else can now pick up the reins, no pun intended, and, uh, and now start selling that. What was the product? Uh, Dole Whip. Some sort of what frozen dessert concoction. Oh. Oh. I don't know. That, not oh. something I've ever tried. Uh, can you buy a Dole Whip at the Horse Cave? I bet you can. It's <laughs> a different thing there. <laughs> you got that right. You, you got that right. Uh, what time do we have here? Oh, okay. I'm gonna br I'm gonna lay this one more thing on you. All right. All right. Well, I hope it's as glamorous as the first topic. So four <laughs> people. No. Um, <laughs> Brian, th I'm gonna read this beginning of this article to you, do you word for word. Do you have a funny bone? I, I guess I do. No, okay. Try your luck in the Laffy Taffy joke writing contest. Oh, have you seen this? No, it's going that's on. Fun. It's going on right now, Brian. Yeah, I you mean, still have time to enter. I don't, you know, Andy Erickson should legitimately enter that. Yes, for real. Like, because like not because like I think if Andy's if she set her brain to like Laffy Taffy, you know, like like if she was like, all right, I'm gonna write like extra silly. I think she would actually be an incredible Laffy Taffy joke writer. Like, absolutely. Now, uh, now through September 16th. So. See, I'm trying to write jokes for uh, Amel Poppers. That's what, so you do the popper, and then there's a little joke on the inside of the capsule, but you're, you're too high to notice. <laughs> Those sound highly collectible. I'm in. Someone offered me a popper a long time ago. I mean, it wasn't a gentleman, but uh, uh, someone, and I was like, really? No, no I'm going to snap a thing open and whiff it, and I don't know. That seems like hard-edged, you know? I don't know. Maybe they're not. I was just like, hard pass. You don't want to start now? No, I mean, this was this was a long time ago, but still, I was just like, I don't know. It was like, get offered a Quaalude or a, a nitrous balloon. You're like, where did you get this at the Antiques Roadshow? <laughs> I gotta give you, uh, I gotta give you another thing about this uh, Laffy Taffy joke writing contest that I don't think you're gonna see coming. Uh, well, the, the prize is five thousand dollars. I may have said that already. That's cool. But the judge is T Pain, the Grammy Award winning rapper. Wow. Well, that's, that's like when uh, sometimes in a comedy contest, like never here, luckily, uh, but in, in, uh, I won't name one, but I'll think I have a specific comedy contest in mind. They often have professional athletes. 
let me tell you, you know, like third string running back for the Vikings, not necessarily a great connoisseur of stand-up comedy, but it's like he's a celebrity if three other people's tendons explode, so we'll have him, and then, like, it winds up, like, so I swear to God, a lot of times their girlfriend winds up filling it out because, like, the dude can't be bothered to listen to the girl. So it's like, so it's like, then you have, like, some lady who's dating a guy who plays football, judging a comedy contest. Like, what the hell does this have to do with anything? So T-Pain, I don't feel like T-Pain... I don't know. Maybe he's a great, uh, you know, fan of Laffy Taffy jokes and one-liners. All jokes will be read and judged by Grammy Award-winning artist T Pain, who will decide the winners of the competition and the next generation of Laffy Taffy jokes. I mean, the one thing that makes me feel good is knowing that that's total bullshit. Yeah, that those jokes will not be like. Can you imagine be, being T Pain and they just bring you like a, just chiefs of one-liners written by amateurs and they're like, "Well, <laughs> no, you signed God. the contract, T Pain. You gotta, uh, <laughs> oh you gotta read seven thousand one-liners. We're gonna record it all for uh, social media. Oh, so get ready. Three college interns in a room." That should be called the horse cave, and they're all <laughs> reading these things, and then they're gonna put a thing in front of T Pain and like sign your name, and they're like, oh, sign his name. Oh, T Pain, one the thing, you know. <laughs> that that I, honestly, if they were like Snoop Dogg's reading them, I'd be like, you know what? I bet Snoop Dogg would at least truly judge the finals. Yeah, I don't mean to impugn T Pain. I just feel like Snoop Dogg is one of the few rappers or any musician that would like. Like dive in, like it's like Snoop Dogg and the they might be Giants guys would be super into it. But I think every other person is just the football player's girlfriend in this scenario. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, are you? Did you see uh, all pro lines already had a Queen Elizabeth joke? Uh, was it mine? I, I don't know. You tell me. Uh, what was their joke? Oh God, I get it a screenshot. Now I gotta find. I it. didn't really write mine for Kostaki, but he always has dibs. Uh, oh, uh, well, it was something about Queen Elizabeth did, uh, was tying her dying into the start of the football season. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course, he had to make it football-centric. My joke was, uh, uh, I always do a, a in lieu of flowers joke when someone dies. That's like my standard format that I always do. So it was R.I.P. the Queen. In lieu of flowers, the family asks that you occupy a tract of foreign land that doesn't belong to you. That's my little queen joke. I love it. Kostaki retweeted that. I'm back on all pro lines, though. We just we were just talking today on text. And, oh, good. Uh, I was yeah. I, was, I I I assumed we were, but we hadn't talked about it. And it was like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps having more kids. At some point, I don't know if he can keep paying me. He's got <laughs> to send like nine economopoli through college, you know. But uh, uh, yeah, we're back on. So I'm looking forward to that. Always, That's good. Uh, That's good. What? So what else? Are, so we got we're recording an album this week that'll eventually be out. Yep. We got the writing stuff that we mentioned. Yeah, some short series coming out. Got a longer writing project I'm trying to finish up to hopefully get out there. Okay. Writing jokes for uh, Kostaki. Yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much it. I'm keeping pretty busy. You, uh, one of the things you mentioned last time you were here is that you wrote jokes. You wouldn't say who it was for, but it, mm-hmm. like uh, the Alec Baldwin roast. Right, a Comedy Central roast. Yes, I did write jokes for someone. Uh, a Comedy Central I roast. I am contractually obligated to not say who it was for. <laughs> Literally, I was like, it was like in writing that I can't say who it was for. Interesting, interesting. But I will say that at least one of my jokes did make it to air. I was very happy. Okay. Well, you've ruined my follow-up question for that. So thank yeah, you I can, I can, I, I, I can talk. Thank you very that. much, lawyers. <laughs> yeah, I know. I getting, I was uh, getting my uh, stuff. I abide by my contract. That's that's good. I would, I would, I would like to be asked to do one again. By the way, tip-top list of the people you could not roast anymore. Alec Baldwin's got to be way up there, right? There's no way he's gonna go up there after uh, you know he shot that lady. Okay, well that's pretty much what I was gonna say. It was like the jokes were not. I don't think they'd be airable. I don't think Comedy Central would no, be okay with that if they did that now. Do it. Also. Uh, Look, I don't, 
I don't know about saying it was his fault, but whatever. But his whole, like, I didn't pull the trigger was very Clintonian, like, I didn't inhale. But he's like, wait a minute, so you pointed a gun at a lady, and then the gun went off, and the lady got shot by a bullet from your gun and died. And your argument is, I didn't pull the trigger? I don't know, man. I don't think Johnny Cochran could even get you off on that that's one. That's right. Like, I'm pretty sure you pull the trigger. I don't know how guns work that much, but I'm pretty sure that's, like, you don't just, like, hold it up and it just goes off by itself. Yeah. The gun fits. The dress is stained. Yes. Uh, all of the above. I'm not, he obviously thought it was a blank. He obviously didn't know, you know, it's like, in that sense, it's not his fault. But just, like, what a weird, I don't know, what a weird, I would say hill to die on, but I suppose that's maybe the wrong term. Also, it's like, that movie's never coming out, right? They can never show that movie. They probably no. didn't finish it, I'm guessing, right? I don't know. There was also a big movie, they were making a biopic of um, uh, Greg Almond, and it was a, kind of a big movie, and uh, one of the PAs got hit by a train. They, like, made her go out on this train track during the scene, or whatever, to, like, whatever, and, like, the train came faster, and just, hit this lady and so they never finished that movie either they don't just mix that into the ending <laughs> no 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 they just kiboshed the whole thing <laughs> reshoot yeah <laughs> rewrite alec, alec baldwin is a i don't know it, it's unfortunate because it like both wasn't his fault and you're like you're like yeah he seems like he'd shoot a lady you know? <laughs> like if, if you were like if they were like melissa mccarthy shot a lady on set you'd be like oh my god i can't believe that happened right. is she okay you know but you're like alec baldwin shot a lady and you're just like mm, on purpose you're on like i always thought he had a temper yeah yeah, yeah, right? yeah i know it was an accident but it's unfortunate uh confluence to be the guy that people wouldn't be that surprised by <laughs> right <laughs> terrible it's a tough it's a tough look <laughs> terrible Brian, it's been great. Time flies when I'm talking to you. Let's uh, do this again in less than two years. Yes, and, hopefully uh, we won't have any more global pandemics betwixt now and then. I like that. Let's, let's, let's plan on that. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Thanks, Brent. Thank you. Hey, uh